At Dantons, we provide all the latest news on innovation and investing within the future. Check us out on dantons.com to hear more. We require much more flexibility, much more uh, agility. Second point we need to, to uh, highlight uh, is the fact that we, and this, is a, this has been already addressed this morning by some colleagues, we are no more dealing only with internal data. We are dealing with an extended company model, and we have for sure to take into account data from suppliers, customers, partners, etc. And this will become more and more the case. This is absolutely clear. The point as well, and this is the IT view, is that thanks to all those new systems, all the digitalization, the way we address the IT budget is a bit more mature. For sure, we are still fighting with cost. We are in the automotive business. Uh, but, but all in all, we speak much, much more about value creation. And this is very interesting for all of us. Another very important topic is the fact that uh, a single team will never be in a position to uh, create all the value which is needed. And, and this is clearly we are entering in the world of what I call data democratization. And, and the, let's say a team of experts developing report, developing analytics, this is over. For sure, we will still need that, but we need much, much more than this. And thanks to the fact, due to the fact that Everybody will use those tools for sure. The user experience is more than ever important, but this is a kind of obvious. Basically, to summarize, we are in a situation where IT is moving from a kind of support function role to a real business partner role. And this is really very exciting for all of us. For sure, move to, to, we, we started with Palantir a bit less than uh, two years ago. Then, what, where we are today, after, let's say, uh, 20, 20 plus months. So uh, I will not detail all of that for sure, but you see that we have already 35 sources connected, which is quite a lot huh, because the sources can be big. Huh? SAP, for instance, is one source, a PLM is another source. So now, basically, I'd like to, to finish with the, um, the benefit where we are after those uh, 20 plus uh, months of. Uh, uh, let's say, experience with Palantir, which is clear that now we have a full data integration uh, uh, across an extended company because we use uh, uh, for the automotive business, for instance, everybody knows the IHS database where we have all the forecast and so on. For sure, all of that is integrated. What is important for us is the word deployment. Once more, developing use case it's quite, it's quite easy. We can easily develop use case. 50% of the savings are created uh, thanks to this data use, those data use cases. This is very, very important. Uh, we bought Hela uh, several months ago, which is kind of big group for us. And, and obviously, we want to create plenty of synergy. And we will not create this synergy by replacing all the back-office ERP into second. We will do that for sure, we will harmonize that, but it will take years to, to do so. That's why we have decided to jump immediately with Palantir on, on the Hela side as well, in order to say, okay, with the current backbone, we'll collect all those data and we'll generate use cases, new, either new use cases, or we will reuse the use case, the use case we have already within, within Forcia in order to create immediately that synergy and not waiting 
for the global harmonization. Joining us on video, please welcome Chief Executive Officer at Merck KGAA, Dr. Belen Garijo. Thank you for inviting Merck to be part of FoundryCon. Over 354 years and 13 generations, uh, we have pushed the boundaries of human progress with the best available technologies. In the late 1800s, the best data technology was this, one of the first mechanical calculators that could add, subtract, divide, and multiply complex numbers. And I can tell you, it was very revolutionary for that time. Since then, data technologies have really come a long way, and so too has Merck. Today, we are a globally diversified science and technology company with leading position across life science, healthcare, and electronics. One of our goals is to make healthcare more personalized, predictive, and preventative. Another is to uh, make the discovery and development of new medicines faster and more efficient. Success requires that organizations go on a journey of true digital transformation, and we have gone through that for many years, and I tell you, it's not easy. Most of all, uh, our people need to be upskilled until they become data literate. And this can only happen if you build the right culture, a rich, immersive culture with, where people can harness the power of data every single day. Our Foundry platform is the best possible evidence this culture is working. Every week we have more than 4,000 consumers of data on Foundry. Most user cases are made not by IT engineers, but by staff in all areas, customer facing, such as sales or customer support, but also in finance, supply chain management, and importantly, in R&D. Our continuous pursuit of data-driven outcomes is making Merck even more resilient. During the pandemic, we became so close that it became hard to differentiate between Merck and Palantir teams. Our partnership, our partnership is based on mutual respect and a common purpose enabled our project teams to operate with tremendous speed and impact. Thank you for standing by our side as we continue to advance human progress. And with this, Laura, over to you. And then finally, the technology itself. And this is when we finally come to the foundry, which is at the heart of our data strategy. So how do we do it? How do we really make the connected company? And, and this has been an interesting journey for us. And you can see on the uh, slide behind me, about a third of the company is now active user of the foundry. The journey was in three stages. And I'd like to say it was by design, but it, it wasn't. But looking back, I, I could make the argument we, want, we went this way, but it, it is a very, very good evolution. We started with use cases, um, like a real problem that has a huge impact on the company. And, and we had several very good successes together with Palantir. But then it became clear that this fragmentation challenge was limiting us. Did we really have mastery of our own data? So the next thing that we had to do was to then connect. So you give the individual business the most important information it needs to run itself, to steer itself. So we move away from these historical IT siloed organized data worlds to a single, what we call analytical data model. 
An analytic data model is a single representation of our business's data. So all of the users, pricing actuaries, observing actuaries, underwriters, people talking to clients are looking at the same data at the same time. People in the business using the data directly. So we'll have people using Palantir Foundry who are business people who are being trained up. We'll have our own technology, data science experts, and then we have colleagues at Palantir. Um, so really upskilling the workforce. We've done this now in our major business areas, or we are in the process. Some are more advanced than others. The next step is, can we really connect across the company? Can we truly create a data-connected company at the group level? And we believe we can. And we've built one of these analytical data models in each major part, and we've been working on designing what we call a logical data model, which is essentially the common language to go across the different parts of the company. And it's clear for all to see, and we move away from this hidden, operationally difficult to manage semi-connected environment. So tons of built-in sensors which are going to accumulate a lot of data. So that's our journey. Now, intuitively, the first hurdle is the regulation, getting the approval of the regulator. So that's a journey. And we started, we're far advanced in that journey. In fact, we're already building these machines. So you don't realize, but there are a handful of companies like ours, which have already gone public. We got public last year on NASDAQ, and which are already bringing these machines to the world. In the second half of the decade, they will be everywhere. Yeah, people say, well, that's science fiction. No, it's coming. It's coming faster than you imagine. Everywhere, everywhere around the world. If you check this industry, eVTOL, electrical, vertical, takeoff and landing. Google it, you will see it's everywhere. All right, so we're one of them. We tend to be one of the most equipped in terms of engineering workforce and experience, etc. Right, and we are based in Europe and EASA is very thorough and very committed to make us work. So we're in industrialization phase. So. What it means, we're solving problems. We constantly solve problems. Well, good news, we're engineers, we love it. Right. And we have to demonstrate we have, solved, we have solved problems. We have regulators, and they, they tend to be very thorough. That's our challenge. So how do we demonstrate that? Through evidences, how do you document them? How we basically are winning this race to safety? Winning the race to safety. It's time to safety. I spent some time in the Silicon Valley, time to market, time to volume, time to cost. Yeah, we're going to go there after. But getting to the market right now is a demonstration of time to safety. It's learning fast. So our use case is somewhat different. Yeah, we will be in industry 4.0. In fact, I spent two decades at Airbus. Airbus will have a demonstration, I think, later this afternoon. Airbus is a user of Palantir. And I was actually leading the first use case uh, with uh, Shyam and his team back you know, a couple of years ago. So yes, we're going to do acceleration of non-quality analytics to see where could be the sources of non-quality, i.e. non-safety. We're going to have these massive supply chains around the world. We have already suppliers in Japan. We have suppliers in the US. We are buying semiconductors. This is a flying laboratory, these machines. It's tons of electronics. Uh, digital twins. I heard digital representation. We're building digital twin of the aircraft, but also be building digital twin of the production system. Why the production system? Why do we care? Well, we do care because there is a regulator that says whether the production system itself is safe. That's interesting. So we have nothing to demonstrate the machine is safe but we have to demonstrate that the way it's produced is safe and it's registered, it doesn't change. Any change has to be controlled. That's demanding. And predictive maintenance, yeah, we wanna know everywhere, all these machines around the world, these thousands of aircraft, where they are. Is the door okay? Is the battery pack okay? Is the flight control computer okay? We have tons of built-in test equipment that will just drop data direction without the users being aware of that. That's, that's just basically, you know what? This is a norm today. Right. So we still want to do it from the beginning. So the beauty of being a startup, we're being in our ecosystem. We have hundreds of business applications already. 
and we have to be cyber safe, by the way. I just mentioned that, but that's a key element of safety, cyber. You don't want anybody to fly the aircraft instead of the pilot. So we're already doing that, and that's a use case. That's almost normal now in the industry. What is a bit different is actually we innovate faster. You know, this race of time to safety is data-driven. It's absolutely data-driven. A couple of examples. We have a flight test. We have a demonstrator which is flying in the south of Spain. You check on our website, you know, we'll see this beautiful machine because it does exist. It flies today. We have demonstrated this flight physics. Well, it works. Wonderful. First time in the world. Well, how did we do that? We wanted to basically fly and analyze. Every single flight is incremental. We go a bit faster, we take a tighter turn. So in aerospace language, we are augmenting the flight domain. Right? We are augmenting the flight envelope. We are proving it's safe with a flight envelope. Step by step, every single flight we have, we are streaming thousands of sensors and we just get data. Our engineers have to analyze it before getting to the same, to the same a bit more, so incremental. The time to analyze using a bit of uh, Palantir support with our team, together with our team, we basically drastically reduce that time. Factor six, faster learning. We could fly more often, we could learn faster. It's all about learning faster the new technology. Safety is about learning, predictive, knowing, demonstrating. We've done the same for batteries. 